22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I was going to say amazing, two shows in one month, and then I realized it's March. <laughs> Welcome to the latest. I was shocked you could count to two. Wow, New York City education. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 125. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me as always is the guy who always has a smart ass remark. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Everybody's a jerk. You, me, this jerk. <laughs> Fry? Uh, Bender. Ah, oh, so close. <laughs> And, of course, the other guy who always joins us is the man who likes to guess and pretty much gets it on point. RT Square, off the tech. You know, if you send your nudes in a compressed file, they have to unzip it to see you naked. <laughs> that is like oh. a dad joke and not a dad joke. Oh, that <laughs> That's a tech painful. dad joke. That was painful. Um, yeah, but I don't know if dad jokes would talk about sending nudes. That'd be a pretty messed up dad. I'm calling child services on that guy. No, that's that's the uh, the bachelor dad. Oh my god, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm calling, I'm calling child services right, right now, like right now, right, right now. And he gave himself a rim shot. That's right. He really yeah, is a bachelor. I can do it again. Watch, watch this. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> so today, what we're going to do is we, we have double duty today. The first thing we got to do is kind of briefly talk about the show that's on DC Universe called Doom Patrol. Then we're going to really get into the Umbrella Academy and definitely talk about how great or how not so great that show is. But first, Mike has news. He's waiting to tell us. He's been writing it for probably, what, what three minutes? But, I mean, yeah, let's see how much he has. Close enough. <laughs> let's go to the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Kat. Well, did you ever wonder how DC and Marvel make money on their comic book sales? Well, basically, they don't. Uh, yeah, and with that revelation, Dan DiDio, um, the co-publisher of DC Comics, recently mentioned the intent to cut its production by 10 to 15 to more percent as sales have been steadily declining. And uh, speaking of uh, shocking, it's not a shock, <laughs> decline in sales, rumor has it, rumor has it, that, that Disney could be considering cutting its losses by canceling Marvel Comics altogether. What? What? Just rumor right now, but like, but it's it's somehow been brought up, and I'm like, I'm like, wouldn't that kind of kill your movies? And then it's like, well, not really, but it would kill creation, I think, for the movies because they can't seem to make a movie that doesn't have a title from a popular, you know, comic book um, adventure. Yeah, yeah, that, that that rumor doesn't sound feasible, but that yeah. would, but you, but you know what? In this in this world we live in, you never know. But I mean, Marvel could easily cancel their production though by 50 percent and it you wouldn't even notice oh by if 50 they, yeah by 50 i'll be like okay you know if they cut their production by 50 percent it would still be more comics than dc's producing a month i'll say yeah. this i'll say this if they were to cancel comic production altogether entirely there would be a outcry of nerds knocking on that mouse's door be like give us back our comics you damn rat bro then, bro bro all i gotta I say is mickey this. will be like Release the hounds! Oh my gosh! <laughs> First off, that's not that bad. That's not that bad of a, a, a Mickey Mouse impersonation. I guess our time away, you've been working on impersonations. Yeah. But the second thing I was going to say is Ralph saying this idea of people are going to be, you know, geeks are going to be going in droves if they cancel out comic books. In my head, I'm like, yeah, all twenty of them, because I feel like <laughs> yeah, they're going to have people... their moms drive them in their station Dude, wagons. Let's just put it this way: books that are now in like the top, like I think twenty or so in sales. Are like making or producing less than or selling. I'm sorry, less than twenty thousand comics across wow. across the United States. That's crazy. What about yeah, digitally? I mean, um, that I don't know. That's an interesting that idea. How much is is? But I don't think the digital is doing very much. You know, I don't think so. Um, and they're not. At least the report I read didn't have any specifics between digital and paper. I don't know if they're right. combining them or how they're doing it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's an interesting, interesting concept, but. We'll, yeah, we'll I read doubt that that's coming. Account. That's just I doubt nice 
Yeah, and it's funny that we're talking about um, Umbrella Academy later on, and we talk sure. about having a rumor. Rumor has it up. Okay. Mm, you <laughs> Mike, think, what else you, you got? Things by accident for some odd reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. What else you got, Mike? All right. If you wonder why sales are down for the big houses, here's a possible reason. Uh, Rob Liefeld's writer-artist six-issue series, Major X, will be reintroducing Dreadpool. Now, for all of you uh, that know not uh, know zero about the whole Deadpool universe, you heard me right. It's Dreadpool. Um, Major X miniseries is about a mutant-only alternate world called Existence, where everyone lives in peace and harmony. Now, when that world vanishes, a mysterious mutant travels to Earth-616 and lands in 1991. Coincidentally, that's when Liefeld started the X-Men run, uh, and is confronted by Cable before reappearing in present-day Marvel. Major X will debut on shelves in April. So now... Is, no one's be rushing out for that. Is Dreadpool First, a mix between Judge Dredd and Deadpool? Kinda. It's um. It was from when uh. It was basically Deadpool versus Deadpool when like he was trying to kill the entire Deadpool core. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's like Earth. I think twelve, twelve oh one or something weird like that. I don't remember. But so he, he was killed in that. But then Rob Liefeld is re, uh, is resurrecting him for. No good reason. <laughs> well, first off, Mike, all I got to say is when you said, when you were beginning this um, part of the news and you said, here's the reason why sales are dropping, Rob Liefeld, you could have stopped there and I'd have been like, whatever you say next. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would, I, if I was just going to stop there, I would have been like, oh, and Greg Land. <laughs> just <laughs> my, my favorite two people. <laughs> Disney would have been like, and Marvel's done. <laughs> Pretty much. But I, but I mean, it's just, uh, I've, I remember being a kid of the 90s. Yes, I'm dating myself. But I remember being a kid of the 90s. You're the first at... you. Wow. <laughs> you finish before you... See, smart answer, Mark. No, I'm saying. I remember Rob Liefeld, you know, and actually, he, he was actually, I think, 89, 90, because mm -hmm. he started on New Mutants. And right. then he went to do X-Force and all that other stuff. But I remember seeing his stuff originally and just being like, wow, that looks kind of cool. And then that was kind of cool. No, but, but for like, but when you look back at it, was it really that cool? No. I mean, it was kind of cool at the time because it was exactly what it was. It was extremely different. Um, and different doesn't always mean good, especially, you know, when history uh, looks back on things, <laughs> Trump supporters. Um, but, you know, that's just how the way that time deals with things. But, yeah, I mean, when Liefeld came out, I mean, you know, his, you know, billion and a half muscles in your knuckle and, like, no feet. Every other character <laughs> with a vest. Yeah. Um, every character. Pockets, pockets within pockets within pockets. Oh but wasn't God. that an 80s thing? Everybody just wearing vests? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. When he came out with Cable, you're like, okay, he came out with Cable, and Cable had the vest with the with the pockets and all that stuff. And then you look at Brigade, and you look at a couple of, I think, he had a guy called GW Bridge, I believe. Are you serious? Yeah, there, yeah, there, was, a, there was a bunch of guys, some on um, Image, some on Marvel. And if you look at the guys, he has, like, this thing where he does a similar kind of character, you know, every time. He has, like, three or four prototypes. So yeah, what you're saying, it. he's he's a dartboard kind of guy, where he just has the ideas up on the dartboard and just throws the dart? I'll give you even if he does that. <laughs> I'll give you a challenge before we move on to the next piece of news. Ralph, when you get a chance, I want you to download or read or buy X-Force number one. Then what I want you to do is download or read or take a look at Youngblood number one and tell me if they look similar. Just want to know. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he's like, you I know, there, there are artists. there are artists that, you know, it's not right for me to say this, but there's artists that I would say I consider like really great artists, which is they, everybody just looks different because they're mm -hmm. applying their artwork and saying like, Hey, I have to make a different face because it's a different person. Um, but life and, and a lot of comic book artists, like, I know like you Cap, want to say like, my Cap, like Cap, Cap pointed out that like he, you know, a lot of them only have like four or five body types and mm -hmm. you know, that they can do. Yeah. And, and Liefeld, you know, that's being generous. I think to say he has four. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause he's got one woman body type. That's all he's got. Yes, he does. Yeah, no. That's true. One woman body type and like two, maybe three guy body types. I don't even know if he has three body body types for guys. He yeah. does. He does. He does. I mean, one's one's a KO prototype, one's Deadpool prototype, and one is always like a hairy monster. For, it's like Wolverine prototype. <laughs> also, when he did Feral or Wolfsbane, they always look the same. Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. So what else? You got them? <laughs> what? I said it started to make me hate Pharaoh because I used to like her as a concept and then her story just got crazy. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> what else you got? Because we, I can go about on Pharaoh all day. Oh. I hated Pharaoh. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Blood, Kung Fu, decapitation. Now, when you hear those words, you know I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Now, <laughs> Image Comics' upcoming graphic novel, Jesus Freak, turns the son of God into a stone cold killer and a master of Kung Fu. 
Jesus Freak is the creation of writer Joe Casey and artist Benjamin Mara and is not crafted for religious reasons. According to Mara, the story is, quote, more concerned with exploring the, the unique tension that exists between depicting a mythical figure and a historical figure, a tension that is compounded when, for many, they are considered the same person, end quote. Jesus Freak goes on sale March 20th. Can I get an amen and some nunchucks? <laughs> Hallelujah. There's a part of me that just wants to buy it just to have it. Seriously. <laughs> just to say that I bought it. And especially because I have a lot of family that is heavy into Jesus Christ and heavy religious buffs. Just to say, here, try reading this. You want me to read the Bible? I'll read the Bible if you read this. I got a question. Can I read that in church and not get in trouble? I'll be like, Let's hey, look, it. it has Jesus in it. Oh, you'll burn in church, something tells me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'll say this. They chose the right character in Jesus, because if they chose Muhammad, oh, man, that would have been so much bad. Why? Ali was a great boxer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's who I'm talking about. (laughs) Let's not make fun of Ali or Allah, because we're going to get in trouble one way or another. (laughs) All righty. Last but not least, and Mm -hmm. this is going to be a little bit lengthy. Grab your extra sketch and give it a good shake. It's time for you hoes at home to draw a new superhero movie schedule into 2022. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 2019, March 8th, Captain Marvel. March 5th, Shazam. uh, April, I'm sorry, did I say March 5th? April 5th. Excuse me. Sorry, having trouble here on my computer. There we go. April 5th, Shazam. April 12th, Hellboy. April 26th, Avengers. June 7th, Dark Phoenix. July 5th, Spider-Man, Far From Home. August 2nd, The New Mutants. October 4th, Joker. Now we're into 2020. February 7th, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That is one hell of a title. Uh, February 21st, Bloodshot from Sony. Uh, then April 3rd is an untitled DC film. May 1st is an untitled Marvel Studios film. June 5th, Wonder Woman, 1984. Oh. July 24th is Untitled DC. July 31st, Mor- uh, Morbius by Sony. Uh, October 2nd is an Untitled Sony Marvel sequel. Uh, wonder what that could be. Uh, November 6th is Untitled Marvel Studios film. 2021, February 12th is an Untitled Marvel Studio. May 7th is Untitled Marvel Studio. Now, May 21st is DC Super Pets. Why? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> June 25th, The Batman. Um, August 6th, Suicide Squad 2. Seriously? Marvel, uh, excuse me, November 5th is an Untitled Marvel Studio film. Now into 2022. February 18th is Untitled Marvel. May 6th is Untitled Marvel. July 29th is another Untitled Marvel. They are busy. And then December 16th, Aquaman sequel. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, all I'll say um, about this is Mike said, make sure to get out your calendars and start putting this down. <laughs> I say everything up to September of this year is in the books. Everything else is out the window. Oh, not even. Not even. Because we don't know if Dark Phoenix might end up going to video anyway. Yeah. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Is, is there a hoopla now? Oh, you didn't hear about that? Oh, uh, they, they talked about, I mean, the, the fact that I'm glad they mentioned a definitive date, so those might have calmed down. But even up to last week, they were talking about Disney was considering taking Dark Phoenix and New Mutants and making it digital only. That is never a good sign for two uh, reasons. A, probably shitty movie, but it doesn't yeah. have to mean that. It also could, I keep warning everyone about that mouse, it could just not be what they want in their brand. Right. But they still want to make money off of it because, you know. Well, I, I have a source, my, 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 my normal source, my, um, my, my um, critic girl that, that works for a company I can't say where she works for, and she told me she saw Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. and she said, it's as bad as everybody says it is. Oh. Now, she's, as, now, she's as critical Why? as Mike. I'm so shocked. She's as critical as Mike. So I, I, I put her on that level where if she says something, I'm like, all right, I believe you. She told me that. And that was before this, this last round of fixing up the movie, so... So, yeah. so what you're saying is that I would love it. Probably. You love just about everything, bro. I mean, the stats have shown it, but you know. Wow. Okay, so that's all the news? That is all the news. Ralph, you have any news? Yes, I have some news. Seriously? Ooh. Yeah. For you anime lovers out there, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lovely anime called The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. It's hilarious. Ooh, okay. oh, I've heard, heard of this. It is I've heard of it. It is awesome. And what is it? What is it? Disaster's life of who again? Uh, Psyche K. Psychic? Psyche K. Oh, Psyche K. Yeah. Okay, cool. And it's, 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 is it based in humor? Because it's based in humor and you're saying you love it, that tells me I will not like it. It is based in, it's, it's, it is based in humor. It is. But it's really funny because what it is is the, the main character is like this super powered uh, psychic. He has super strength, teleportation, 
um, telepathy, a whole bunch, a whole slew of powers. Oh, he's the X Men all back, all in one, essentially. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't like his powers, he, and he doesn't like the fact that he has to hide them because if he doesn't, then you know he'll just get too popular, and that's just troublesome. You know? Okay. So it's right. like, they right. did um, three seasons, and the the it's or the anime is already over, so the last season is is two episodes, and it's on Netflix now. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'll give it a look then. Yeah. I've actually been watching uh, from the, from the beginning. I've been watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You've been oh, talking yeah. about that. Yeah, that's been very bizarre. But um, I finally took a look at Crunchyroll after all this time, and on there, which I did not know, I've watched. Yes, I have watched all of the Japanese-made uh, Death Note movies, live action. Mm-hmm. I did not know that there is a live action Death Note series. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes, I did not know that. So I see there's 11 uh, videos up there. So I'm going to catch that. Yeah. More to come if I end up watching it. You if, love that. that, that I love that. Death Fantastic. If you want to yeah. watch a good anime, I would suggest Black Clover. It's really I've good. seen it. I've seen it out there. I'm, I'm just so hit or miss on anime. It takes, like, because it, if it's too jokey, can't stand it. You it's, know, not, like it's, it's not real jokey. It, okay. um, they have a dub version that they show on Adult Swim. Okay. But like all the whole series so far is on Crunchyroll, so you can watch it. Nice. All right. Yeah. I, um, yes, I, I, I definitely got to check that out. Yeah. That um, all one, of my news. Oh, well, I'm very impressed that you had news. Yeah. I guess my thing is not really news. And I don't want to get too much into it because we have a, a couple things to cover. But I guess I want some clarity. I've been reading a lot about there's a lot of controversy with Captain Marvel coming out with a whole bunch of stuff online. And um, I guess that they, they, they've prevented people from showing advanced reviews okay and there's a whole bunch of things between something brie larson had said in the news um about i guess um oh man basically i guess she tried to stick up for the movie and saying you know we need to see more diversity you know in comic books and and people people kind of jumped all over but then it's a couple of controversies going on has anybody heard about any of these different controversies going on i have not all, all I've heard is that there were advanced screenings and all the critics I saw it loved the movie. That's mm. all I heard. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hearing other things. We'll talk about it after the podcast. As much as I would want to use this as an avenue to talk about it, I kind of would want to research and then, but I thought maybe you guys would know about it. But nope, no. I don't and hang actually, in hater circles. Right. Okay. <laughs> you hang out with and us. You know too. me. I never say a bad word about anything. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> or anyone. You're I'll saint. Say, you don't say a bad thing about anything. You say a bad but bad thing about everything. <laughs> but all jokes aside, yeah, I, and I think it'll be a good conversation to have with our next our next review, probably being um, Captain Marvel. Probably so. Probably. Yeah, so we'll, I'll save it for then. But let's let's um, go beyond that. News is all done. Good job, Mike. Good job, Ralph. Now let's go into talking briefly about the DC Universe series of Doom Patrol. Um. I, I say let's just dive right in and talk about it. But Mike probably has a synopsis, so I'm going to lean towards him and ask him, Psst, do you have a synopsis? I have a description, not a synopsis. Okay, cool. And, and, with a, and with a description is MFG Mike the Finance Guy? I'm not used to saying it like that. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, Doom Patrol is the second live-action superhero series released by and through the DC Universe streaming service. The series developed by Jeremy Carver is a spinoff of DC Universe's Titans TV series. The show is an adaptation of the uh, original Doom Patrol comic characters created by Arnold Drake, Bob Haney, and Bruno Prima- uh, Primiani, uh, which started in My Greatest Adventure number 80 back in June of 63, and newer characters that were also created by Grant Morrison in Doom Patrol Volume 2 number 19 back in February 89. That's all I wanted to throw in, just to give okay. a little uh, history. Yeah, because I understand that that a lot of newer geeks are not familiar with Doom Patrol, and yeah. I don't know. Or they only know it from like maybe the Titan, the original Titans cartoon, or something like that. Yeah. Right, right. Brave yeah. and the, they were they made an appearance in Brave and the Bold also. Right, mm-hmm. and those are some cartoons usually people won't catch. Yeah, that Brave you and know? the Bold is really good. That was I really touching. I really like that Brave and the Bold ca- cartoon, but that, I digress. That is a series that I would love to own. You know, our my way. Or- or you could just buy it. What's the fun in that? Uh, <laughs> it, it gives the money to make more of those series. Uh, you make a valid point, but it's, it's, it's unfortunate that I don't like valid points. Mike, Mike, Mike talks about it like trickle-down economics. You know, you give the money to make a, a series that they canceled, maybe they'll make more. I'm not sure or, 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 or more like trickle-down economics, trickle economics, it would be more like you give the money to make those good series, and they make 
Suicide Squad. <laughs> that sounds more like it. <laughs> so let's so let's talk about it real quick. Um, um, Doom Patrol. I remember watching them on um, you know, the other DC show Titans, and being very surprised at how much I enjoyed the little bit of screen time they had. How did you guys feel about their first premiere, and how do you feel about that show in comparison to that little snippet of an episode? Well, spoilers. I didn't see Titans yet. Wait, Jeez. what? What? Are I, you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm I'm slowly. No, I mean, it's, slowly it's not a big deal. I mean, it's just episode what three or four where they're introduced. Um, so if you have you started watching, well, you've watched the three episodes of Doom yeah, Patrol. I saw the three episodes of Doom oh, Patrol. Okay. Yeah. yeah, which is um to answer the Caps question, um, I was wet. <laughs> no, I, I I love the Doom. I've loved the Doom Patrol. God. I was a little kid, so seeing them live action finally in the Titans was fantastic, and I just thought. It was- Wait, Watching wait, the show was even better. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. You love Doom Patrol? I never knew this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you didn't mention it in like podcast. You know, Mike's mentioned. I mean, you know, Mike's mentioned like 46, 59. They were a great team and they've had some horrible, horrible iterations after the Morrison run back in the uh, uh, late 80s and early 90s. Um, some people tried to mimic him. Others just did their own thing, and that was far worse than trying to mimic Morrison's run. But I, I just think they're really great characters. Um, like uh, most of them are, are, you know, I mean, they curse more and stuff like that. But their basic idea of the characters, the only one that's very different is Rita Farr, because she was just Elastigirl, and so she could grow really small and shrink really, um, sorry, grow really tall and shrink really small. But she wasn't like an amorphous blob. That that was I'll say that one took a, a little turn. It was I won't say terrifying, but the fact that she was you know like loses her shape and becomes that amorphous, yeah, was pr- like like mind you, uh, damn it I can't even speak. Fuck it, I'm, for all the time Ralph spoiled it for me. I'm gonna spoil it for him. Sorry, Ralph. <laughs> Let's play the Steve Francis warning. No, but <laughs> don't don't don't. I was kidding. Um, no, but there's a part in the the third or fourth episode of Titans where she doesn't. She doesn't lose total shape, but she loses part of her face. I thought that itself was kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, it's just like so, you see in the Doom Patrol when she just loses and you see that sag start. And it's just like, it, it sometimes like it was really interesting. One of the, I think it was in the first Doom Patrol um, episode where you didn't realize until like they said something and it brightened her day that her face had been sagging. Like not just on one side, it had been yeah. sagging. Because I was like, wow, she looks really old. And mm-hmm. then she was like, oh, I feel better. And you were like, oh, wait, oh, she was actually you know losing her grip all the time was actually really cool yeah but i i definitely enjoyed doom patrol i'm not familiar with as much as mike which by the way um if you rewind a couple of minutes ago with ralph's with ralph's sarcastic statement of wow i didn't know that here i am like no no mike said it before i feel like a dick moving along <laughs> you should moving along but, Cap but not ralph, catching sarcasm. Ralph, what do you think of the uh, the episode so far then i'm loving this series so far yeah I like the craziness. Yeah. yeah. And and the fact that like the, um since this is essentially their origin stories mm-hmm. um like they're still learning how to work as a team mm-hmm. and and the fact that they don't really want to be heroes, you know? Right. They're not trying right. to save the world. They're just trying to save their friend, their father essentially. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a very different take. That's why I'm, I'm interested to see where they go. Um, I don't know how I feel about Cyborg being brought into the team because he's not a member of them, and he just I I don't know what I feel like he was. Brought, I don't know if he was brought in for like the minority thing. Like it's just kind of an odd inclusion of him. So, but I mean, you know, I'll see how it goes with him. I, I feel like it definitely was that reason. I feel like so any, anytime you need some black person on a DC team, just throw Cyborg in. They've done it twice already. I, doesn't right. he seem a little too short to be cyborg? Also, he seems like short and small in general. But but I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll let him have it. Because well, the original cyborg that wasn't the big hulking guy. Like if you look at the the original team uh, the those team titans, he's athletic, but but he's not big. Yeah, yeah he's at like least the, six the, feet. The metal though, right? is like yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, but he's not bulky. That's what Mike said. He's right, very yeah. lean looking. Like yeah. he's muscular, but he's lean looking. At, like even the machinery is not like these heavy bazookas and these big, big arms. They're small. Everything yeah. on him is very lean. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about that. I'm just talking about height wise because this guy. Oh seems... yeah, no, he does look short as well. Yeah, because yeah. the original cyborg is he's like at least six feet tall. Because probably so. Most superheroes are like most superhero men are at least six six two. You know, because yeah. that's the whole you know tall is you know heroic. And okay, let me, Mike, let me... you don't have to say that you're a hero. 
Right. Well, we get I, it. I, I have to be 6'2", so, you know, make your own judgment. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 let me say this um, about the Doom Patrol. First episode, I'm so glad, number one, Brendan Fraser's getting work, because I didn't realize Brendan Fraser was... Um, oh, you realize that, okay. At, until the first episode. Yeah. And then, you know, I didn't look at the credits during Titans, I just saw Doom Patrol, and I was like, wow, that, 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 that was pretty good. But watching him in the first episode, and I'm like, okay, I'm just glad he's getting work. And then he's banging away some some chick. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, she was hot. Well, surprisingly, especially considering how Titans went down, I was surprised at the amount of boob shots in yeah. the Doom Patrol. I'm like, was this your selling feature? I'm not really clear what's going on here. Yeah, I was a little thrown off also, especially when luckily I had put the little one to bed. I'm like, yeah. oh, thank God she didn't and, see that part. And also the amount of foul language, too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just shocked, you know. Um, yeah, because like well, it does that. now make parents be like, you know, well, do I want to let you know my kid of blank age watch this? Right. You know. You know. I just want to say I would love to go to Fucktopia. It just sounds like a fun place. It's Fucktopia. Are you sure? <laughs> sounds like it's it's spelled Fucktopia. Oh, by the way, being an avid fan of the series, I nearly fell on the floor when I saw the end of episode three. Really. <laughs> Because the end Who's, of who is that? I I, I didn't know the who Asian, that was. The Asian guy with the actor. I, I I know his face. I don't know his name. But the villain yeah. is is just as cheesy, but way shorter because he's usually like gigantic. But he's just as cheesy as he looks. His name is the Animal Vegetable Mineral Man. <laughs> oh my god! I was wondering if that was a real character. When I saw that, I'm like, no, they went there. I'm like, you're fantastic for going there. Say it again. What's the name? Animal, vegetable, mineral man. <laughs> oh my god! And, and, look and, up, and, and look at him. And when you see his original drawing, it's so bad and cheesy. It actually makes this guy look good. You know, <laughs> yeah. for, for a moment, I thought he was metamorpho. But I'm like, that's no. What I thought too. Bring metamorpho into this, but then I kept saying, but metamorpho doesn't have leaves. And I'm like, well, then I thought maybe he was the pharaonic man. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, well, that's also weird. But when I then I saw the the wooden foot didn't do anything. I couldn't make out that that was crystal on the other leg at that time. It yeah. wasn't until I saw the dinosaur I was like, holy shit! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait to see where this is going. This should be just too much fun. You know? So needless to say, it sounds like we're all enjoying it. Now let me ask you this real quick before we move move on. Do you have a favorite character so far? It's only been three episodes, but do you have a favorite character? Um, I just feel like I, mean, like, I, I, I like Negative Man because they're bringing more to his character than he ever had. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he was always a tragic character because... Um, under the bandages, he's highly radioactive. Like those are special bandages that hold in the radiation. So he's, you know, always hidden from the world. His um, negative being, that ne- negative energy being, is never, it's usually, it's just him that's able to leave his body. It's not yeah. another entity in his body. The negative so that's, spirit. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they've added a lot more confliction and, and whatnot to him. So that's, that's but um, I don't know, but. I guess it, maybe that is my favorite character. I, I do like uh, I like the Robot Man, especially with Crazy Jane. Yes, I like them she together. Fell off each other. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely like them together as, as a twosome. I'm just happy that Brendan Fraser is getting work again. So yeah. I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm pulling a little bit harder for um, for Robot he's Man than anything. Bad though, man. Yeah, he is looking bad. He needs to get rid of that hair. Maybe go bald. Yeah. Not that, not <laughs> that I know anything about that. Tech? What, who do you yeah, like? what about Ralph? Yeah. I am loving Crazy Jane. Like, yeah, she's just amazing. Especially uh, Silver Tongue. Oh, isn't that a great character? Avida Zane, motherfucker. Yeah. Just <laughs> Anything she sees. Like, her power, like, because in the comics, I mean, her powers are just whatever Grant Morrison was thinking of. Like, you know, he really just went to town with her, you know, with the, the, the whole metaphysical stuff that he deals in all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just never know what you were going to get with, you know, and I don't know if we ever even saw all 64 of her personalities and probably were better for it. So, I would say this. Um, in a nutshell, are you telling everybody in our audience to check out Doom Patrol? I am saying watch it, although I have run to a couple of friends that have watched part of a first one. And they, it's not anything about it as in, like, oh, it's just badly done. It's just weird because it's not your standard um, superhero story. And it's also not the standard of what we're expecting from like Belanti and all that. So, uh, you know, it's, I, I know that they're saying like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it or whatever and stuff like that. Right. Definitely watch it. Okay. Ralph. Yeah. I would say 
I mean, first impressions, it is worth the watch. Worth the watch. And it's only three episodes in, so now is the time to catch up. Yeah, I agree. I think I said catch on now because I know when when um when um um Titans came out, a lot of people waited a little too late. Not that it's too late because you can always catch it back. Why but... are you looking at me like that? Come on. Because you haven't watched it. Because you're late. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So sounds like a recommendation from all of us. That's good. Okay. So now let's move on from um, DC to a different property of a different um, different combo company. And that's talking about the Umbrella Academy. And definitely with a synopsis is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Oh, I don't know if I have anything to say. Oh, wait, I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Umbrella. Uh, yeah, I can't talk now. I have, I've, I've got Texas. What? You can't talk? I'm good now. Okay. (laughs) He's like, relax, calm down. (laughs) The Umbrella Academy is Netflix's newest superhero offering. From the minds of Steve Blackman and Jeremy Slater comes a 10-episode live-action series based on the comic books from the minds of Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. Uh, the Umbrella Academy, the uh, seven children are adopted by eccentric billionaire Sir Reginald Hargreaves as he attempts to mold six of the children into a superhero team. The series combines elements of the first two comic runs, Apocalypse Suite and Dallas. Writer and artist Wei and Ba created a third series called Hotel Oblivion, which has so far released five of its seven issues. Uh, the Umbrella Academy has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 74% and a Metacritic score of 62 out of 100. Now on to a synopsis. Now, if your daddy issues include being sent uh, to horribly massacre masked men, a four-year timeout on the moon, or being raised by a mechanical mommy, you might be a member of the exclusive Umbrella Academy. However, if you've beaten your drunk old man to death with a hammer, you might belong to a different exclusive group. Now, (laughs) precisely 16.279% of 43 babies... Do the math, people. Uh, Born under mysterious circumstances are bought and raised by an alien with a British accent. They soon become a superpower tween team until they grow up into unhealthy, dysfunctional members of society. Brought back together by tragedy, can these misbehaving misfits of Marvel keep from pissing each other off long enough to save the world from destruction? And what happens when the destruction comes from within the family? Just wait and you'll find out. But in the meantime, I have to go buy some chocolate pudding. My ass needs waxing. Wow. <laughs> All right. This is starring Ellen Page as Vanya Hargreaves, number seven, The White Violin. Tom Hopper as Luther Hargreaves, number one, Space Boy. David uh, Castaneda as Diego Hargreaves, number two, The Kraken. Emmy Raver Lampman as Alyssa, Har- uh, excuse me, Allison Hargreaves, number three, The Rumor. Robert Sheehan as Klaus Hargreaves, number four, The Seance. Uh, we have Aiden Gallagher as number five, The Boy. Uh, who else we got? We have Justin M. Min as Ben Hargreaves, number six, The Horror. And uh, we have Mary J. Blige as Cha-Cha. Cameron mm-hmm. Britton as Hazel. Uh, John Magaro as Leonard Peabody, also known as Harold Jenkins. Adam Godley as Pogo. Calm Fiore as Sir Reginald Hargreaves, The Monocle. Sheila McCarthy as Agnes, The Milf That Gets Action. Uh, <laughs> and Jordan Claire Robbins as Grace Hargreaves, Mom. All right, so there you go with the synopsis. So right before we go into um, reviewing this movie, let's press that button that we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Oh, you know, it's funny. It's kind of sad because he's sick now, so I hope he feels better. But actually, that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush. <laughs> Stush. <laughs> Stush. Yeah, Steve ain't going to hear this, but I hope he feels better. All right, so let's go right into it. So Umbrella Academy. Now, let me ask you, gentlemen, I know in regards to Mike, but Ralph, have you read the Umbrella Academy? Um, Define read. Like, did you read the story before you saw this um, series? Define story? Okay, guys. Okay, so you haven't seen shit. You haven't read shit. Okay. So let me turn to Mike, because Mike and I, I know, I know I've read it. I know Mike's read it. I Mike, made you read it. You you did make me read it. And I enjoyed it. But let me ask you this, Mike. Um, how much of this series is like the book? Uh... If you can give a percentage. Ooh, Just for our listeners. To, yeah, know, yeah. I, know some, yeah. I would say it's about... Forty percent ish, like the book. That's I was, what I, I was what like thirty-five. I was like okay. thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, it's a little like, bit less. Yeah, but it's, okay. that's why I had to think about it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, when you talk about the the seven, you know, 
ethnicity wise they're different and you know well, of course which yeah. i which i'm happy that we're getting diversity it's not a problem but of course yeah for the comp- they were all white kids and it's not a big deal but you know we have some diversity now absolutely yeah i, I want to say it's like 25 percent like the book why because you've read uh only the cover <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a picture book so i turned them off yes <laughs> but um, let's talk about let's talk about the series itself. I just want to get that out of the way because I realize sometimes when we do these reviews, people wonder, okay, well, if I pick up the book, is it the same thing? It's it's different enough because, like Mike said in the synopsis, it jumps around between kind of not jumps around, but it uses both books. Right. Out. It uses Dallas and it uses um, Apocalypse Suite. Yeah, so, and also, as I was trying to explain to my roommate uh, the other day, uh, whether he wanted to hear it or not, because <laughs> um, <laughs> he he watched the series before I had finished it. Um, just for you readers out there too, um, yeah, I might even say in certain ways, maybe even only thirty percent, only because it's not. Uh, th- I'm, let me do it the other way around. The book is much more superhero comic book than the the, the series is. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Space Boy. If you like, like Space Boy is odd that his name is Space Boy and was Space Boy, considering he didn't go to the moon for the TV series until he was an adult. But in the comics, he had a one of those like you know single jet jetpacks, and That's you right. know. So- so that was like one of the reasons why he was called Space Boy. So like that makes more sense now, <laughs> you know, the, the Martian gorilla body. Right. And that's right. Exactly. It wasn't that it, his body was just morphed. It was an actual Martian gorilla body that was grafted onto him. Um, rumors power is by far um, weakened. I mean, you know, first of all, kind of pissing me off that they don't use it. We'll get to all that kind of stuff later. Yeah. But uh, in the comics, anything she says, period, becomes reality, period. So she like, doesn't you know, have to say rumor has it. She but no, she can no, she says that, but it's just that anything she says when she says rumor has it, like in other words, for instance, like here it just shows that she's manipulating people's minds. Yeah. And causing them to do stuff. In the comic, like for I forget what villain was doing it, but like uh, the the statue of Lincoln in Washington DC um comes to life as a statue oh, yeah, yeah, and is walking yeah. around. So you have this like fifty foot statue of Lincoln. So she just turns to Lincoln and just goes, Mr. President, I heard a rumor that you were shot in the head by John Wilkes Booth. And then suddenly a giant statue of John Wills Booth is standing behind him <laughs> with a gun and shoots him in the head. I mean, she's literally creating anything into reality by just saying it, you know. Right. That's, so, of course, they really had to whittle that down, you know. Right. Well, I mean, l- l- let's go into it. How, I mean, what, what did we like so far about the, um, about the series itself? And um, did we like the storytelling? Because if you read the book, the storytelling is not all over the place, but it's very unique. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's linear. It's linear in certain ways, but then it bounces back and forth. And we'll talk about time travel in a second. But did you like the storytelling? And how did you? What are some things you liked about the Umbrella Academy? What you got, Ralph? Well, I quite enjoyed the storytelling. I I felt like it was a sort of consistent narrative that they were trying to spin there. Um, the characters seemed very interesting, you know, and they mm-hmm. all they all oh, they're all fucked up in the head. Oh my god, they really are. <laughs> they really are. They all are fucked up in the head. But the the actors did such a great job portraying each one. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's the actor. The actors they pick they did a good job picking the actors, I thought, and a decent a very decent job of getting the characters um a lot of uniqueness. Uh, I think some were more fleshed out than others, but nonetheless I think they were, all had a pretty good uh run, you know. I, I mean the the kid who plays five is phenomenal. Oh, he's, um, he's awesome. Honestly he steals the show for me. Yeah. Yes, he's he does. The show. Right. Same, he's, Between he's him and Klaus. Like watching him. Oh him and Klaus. Yeah, yeah. him and Klaus yeah. is, is incredible. Like this you know he's he's a kid. He, he can't be no more than like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, know? I guess I don't know, yeah. And he, he portrays uh what was it like fifty eight year old guy? Yeah, incredibly well. Like he shows, like, oh my god! Like, it, it, I, I wonder if this kid's a method actor, just because he would go around and be like acting like he's that old, just like go walk into a bar and be like, let me get a, a shot of wine or what, uh, a glass of wine, and the people shot of wine. Show first off shows how much how many times Ralph's been in a bar. I don't drink wine, you know. I, I don't know. I man. can tell you, you walk into a bar asking for wine, people look at you. Can I get a shot of wine? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, just FYI, the kid is, is actually 15. Oh, yes, you look at that. Is he actually 15? Wow, okay. He's really good. He's, yeah. He was incredible. And then yeah. um, the the guy who plays Klaus, I, I, I loved him in Misfits. He was incredible. I despised him in Misfits. He was the reason I stopped watching Misfits. <laughs> I'm not even joking. 
I, I couldn't stand his character. And I didn't realize it was him until I was looking up the bios on these people. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, I love them now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, that to, besides that, but Misfits was great. I, I, I love them in Misfits. But his character here is is incredible like he, yeah. you can see like he especially towards the end when he's struggling with the detox because he wants to see um his lost love again right but he really wants to try he, he just he doesn't want to be the fuck up the whole time right. you know and, yeah. and i well, i think he had I'm trying to think quickly besides uh vanya i mean of course you know uh i think he had like the biggest story arc yeah. Uh, character. I'm sorry. Sorry, not story arc. Character development. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. Um, I mean, they like I said they were all pretty much fleshed out well. But his, you know, because he had a, a whole big, like you said, like Ralph just said, like you know, he's trying to change. So his, you saw the change coming into effect, you know, and we also saw Vanya's change coming into effect. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. uh, did you? Did you? Feel, who did you feel got shortchanged? Do you think Diego got shortchanged? I think uh, Luther got shortchanged. I didn't like the way they wrote Luther. Really? Like, yeah. He seemed kind of like a dick. Well, he, nah, I don't think so. I, I feel like I feel like was always he was the cyclops of the group. Here he's like the wishy-washy cyclops of the group, yeah. and that's what I didn't like about him is that considering that he was evidently supposedly always their leader, he had no leading skills. So that just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. You know, I was gonna I say this I, that rave scene is hilarious. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. I didn't really have a problem with him because I, I feel like at that point. When we're catching him, the team's already broken up. He's already went through whatever trauma he went through as, you know, you know, as space boy and getting, you know, you know, having the monkey body and all this other stuff. And to come back, you know, so where they had him as kind of wishy-washy, I could definitely see that, you know. I could see that he's kind of not washed up but just beaten down because, you know, he in my head, I said, okay, well, he failed. You know, the team wasn't together. He went to go take, you know, stay on the moon and that, all these different things that didn't go well. But he kind of, you know, duked it out. And but I think know. that's what that's my problem, though, is that like he never had a resolution. Like he never became the leader again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't have this completing arc um, of like him coming back to showing like why he was number one. You know, and he still. Barely could put a plan together, even yeah. by the end. And and if you really think about it, it's his fault that Vanya went all postal. Because if he had just well, let... No, well, no, no. Vanya, as, as we saw through the flashback, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, right. but... Like, Hargreaves but, saw, I mean, or Reginald saw, she was crazy. At the very <laughs> end, at, well, when, uh, when, at, when, uh, when number three wanted to see her, when they had her in the chamber... Right, she wanted her out. Yeah, if they had let her out, it could have been a different outcome. It, it well, it probably would have been a different outcome, meaning that she would have been free, or walking around, and eventually something would have set her off. Like right. she's just crazy, you know. You never. Know. Um, I mean, well, look. I mean, think about it. It wasn't like she was killing robot nannies. She was killing real people. Yeah, you know, like and like Hargreaves is like. I mean, you know, they made it lighthearted, but like he's covering up evidently all these deaths. It's like I said, it's not like she was just scaring them out of the house and they're running out like oh. You know, no, she's throwing them to their deaths and right. not, not batting an eye about it, all because she didn't want to eat oatmeal. Think about that. <laughs> they didn't mistreat her, they didn't <laughs> yell at her, they were trying to comfort her and treat her like a human being, and she murdered them. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was at what age was she supposed to be then? She four. was four. Yeah. She was yeah. four. Yeah, she had no redemption coming back as far as to be a good person at that point. You when know? you're four, you don't really have many morals. I mean, who hasn't killed a nanny or two, you know? <laughs> I wow, can't I'm not even going to answer that question. <laughs> well, for legal, know, reasons, I, for I, legal reasons, I can't answer that. <laughs> I was a special boy, you know? Oh, God, ill. You're a special <laughs> child, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. But I, now, now, speaking of weirdness and, and all this kind of uncomfortable stuff, um, okay, Allison Luther. Allison and Luther aren't biological brother and sister. Right. But were you still okay with their relationship? Why not? It didn't bother me, um, especially considering I, I think what helped in this case was the racial difference. Yeah. You know, like, because, I mean, okay. not that they couldn't have been half brother, half sister, you know, with a, a mixed family. It's just that because we already stated way in the beginning that they were definitely not related, then visually they're not looking the same. It didn't bother me in the least. Okay. You know? I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm from the head of um, if you grew up with somebody and that's your sister, even though you guys are not biologically, but if you had somebody as your father figure, I'm like, that's your sister. You you don't do that. You know? So I'm like, listen, listen it, 
it, it, it didn't sit on me the, totally the wrong way, but it, it, there were times I'm like, oh, don't care, sir, dude, just leave her alone. <laughs> Do they have the same mother? No. Do they have the same father? No. We don't know. Okay. Well, actually, we don't know. Papa, but, but, but Ralph, really? The Dominicans talking to me about that? Tu primo se prima? Translate, Ralph. like your translate. fourth cousin. I don't think there's any blood there. You're fine. Tra- yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, though, by the way, what do do we think we know how these people got pregnant? Uh, I mean, that that one scene uh, with the the quickness of Hargreaves, uh, uh, Master Hargreaves, um, history it left me with many more questions than it did any kind of answers. Well, I mean, he's, did... he's an alien, right? Well, I did, which I said in the thing. I mean, even in the book, he's an alien. But the thing is, he releases something into his world's atmosphere. So at first I thought, well, if he was on Earth, maybe this these energies that he released are what impregnated these women. Yeah. But he was still on his planet. Yeah. When he released thought that I'm like, okay, well, first of all, what were you releasing? I, I still don't understand that. And like, because it seemed important enough that you showed me, you know, an up close tip of him releasing something. So I was lost on that. So now the question still is, why were these women impregnated? Because uh, that's something that was never covered in the books. It's not like you have to answer it, but like since. It seems like he probably knows why. I guess. So if, I don't know. If you um, if you look closely at that pool scene, when the girl jumps in, right, and then she comes out, you see a goose flying out of the water. So you know what that tells you? It was Zeus. Yeah, Zeus disguised himself as a goose oh, again. God. He's going around. He's doing wow. it, man. And he, and here I am listening to Ralph intently, like he actually had the answer. <laughs> you actually leaned in. Wow, first first I fall for Ralph's sarcasm, now I fall for Ralph's foolery. Yo, I'm over two today. You know what? You know what this calls for? What? Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There's only one time we played that anthem. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> um now what did we think about the uh like like Kappa asked earlier though, this the story. Like I did enjoy the story. At times I didn't feel it was as cohesive of a story. Just at times. Um mm-hmm. I felt like it bounced back and forth sometimes. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, oh yeah, I enjoyed it, and it wasn't way off the handle. It just felt like it felt like they wrote, you know, a little filler, but even that filler didn't quite fit in. And I can't pinpoint a lot of the moments. It's just like it just kind of made me go, huh. And then I was back again. For me, for me, it was. I mean, and it's one of the questions I was going to ask. Did the 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 um, concentrating on time travel, and even though. Even though number five is really interesting, was the concentration on time travel and the back and forth? Did that, you know, muddle things a little bit? I mean, not really, because you don't. The only time that they really do um, make that one change is so you have the episode of the day that um, that could have been, and then you have the day that was. That's when they go back in time and change it. So that's the only one time you really have like a change. Right, but other than that, it's it's not really that big of a problem. What I didn't like is like they took so long to even talk about um the what was the company the bureau what did they call it? Uh, the commission. The commission. Yeah. Oh, the commission. Yeah. So, well, it's it, my problem was that for especially for a fifty year old, fifty eight year old man in a thirteen year old body, um. I get that he's you know very um, dismissive, et cetera. You know, I mean, number five is number five. He always was as a kid, and even more cranky as as a old kid, <laughs> I guess. Um, I just didn't like the whole threes company. Like, I'm not going to tell you lots of things, and then try and skittle along to to make everything work. You know what I mean? It's like he should have just jumped out of that thing and been like, "Apocalypse happening! Eight days, let's go!" <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. And with the Time Bureau thing, it wasn't the – I didn't have any problem with the time jumping. That didn't bother me. I just thought that the Time Bureau wasn't that interesting for what we were going through in this story. I It felt like, you know, they were like, hey, let's throw as many interesting things in here and hopefully people will come back for season two. Yeah. I Just like in the book, I think I the Time Bureau also, yeah. could have been season two. Like, it just – it didn't feel like I needed to – I didn't need Hazel and Cha-Cha now. Right. You know? It was interesting, though, the fact that – how they talk about the commission and they talk about how like they were they made sure that the Hindenburg disaster happened and and like the plague and make sure all that's going on JFK like, JFK <laughs> but what I don't understand is they keep fixing it but people keep changing cuz I think about it cuz uh cuz number 5 he made the Hindenburg accident happen yeah. 
And then they still had a problem with it. I'm like, how many times is this thing going to go? It's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. So, like, that also was weird. Free will is a bitch, man. What can you say? Yeah. I guess so. You know, so I was a little bit, like I said, that that part I could have done without. Um, I think it put, it would have made the the, uh, the story a little bit smoother. But without Hazel and Chacha, how, how would you go about having some sort of, like, enemy well, there? If, if you read the book. <laughs> no, no, um, just making fun of you. Um, like there, I think the name of their their bad guy was Mister Evil. I think, which is just a, a great bad name. Um, the people. Uh, I mean, no. Um, well, no, no, no. There was just a general villain that was like one of uh, was Hargreaves' nemesis and theirs. Oh, that's kid. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. No, the, it's oddly enough that the guy who's um, in credits is called the conductor, the actual conductor of her orchestra. He's the conductor of oh what do they call them like uh, the orchestra uh, the orchestra Don Verdamt or something the orchestra of the damned I think is what it translates into something along that line and he was the one that coerced Vanya into um, finding her power and using it right Um, that kind of a thing so so there were changes that way I just think that like they. You know, I think they should have concentrated more on that story, and then didn't have to like replicate it. I just think concentrating it a little bit more that way, and then bringing in the Time Bureau at the end. For instance, like once the apocalypse was averted, or if they, since they didn't in this one, they didn't actually avert it. Right. If they had actually completely averted it, then you would have had like maybe the final scenes of of Hazel and Cha Cha, like you know, coming from the Time Bureau, being like, "Who the fuck fucked this up? We got to fix it." You know, kind of a ending. Jesus. You know. Speak, speaking of which, how do we feel about um, Cha-Cha and Hazel? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I Okay, Mary J. Blige, I know, is an R&B singer from the 90s, and she's obviously, you know, sung songs here and there. She wasn't bad. She was stiff in certain places, but I was actually, you know, I actually liked her better than I thought I would. Yeah. Not that yeah. she's a great actress, but she was better than I thought she'd be. I agree. I, I just thought it was kind of weird how they made them somewhat indestructible, you know? Well, the masks were definitely metal. The rest of it was just that they were really just hard to kill. And I don't mean as in like they got ridiculous bullet wounds. It's just that they were good enough to kind of like dodge more bullets. Because if you think about it, they didn't get full on injured very right. often. I mean, there was one point where Five essentially looks like he cuts her carotid artery. I think he jammed at her, but I I think wasn't it like her sleeve? I don't know what it was, but I, I thought the same thing too, but I guess... Whatever that shot was, they just decided not to use it for what it was. Yeah, and I thought the same thing too when he jumped at her. I was like, "Oh, he killed her!" And I was like, "Oh, she's alive." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think that um, was more of a, of a of a filming error that they were probably like, "Ah, leave the scene. It looks cool. They'll never notice." <laughs> and, okay. And I definitely agree that the, some of the things you guys are talking about, like um, between the Time Bureau and between um, just certain things that they did, um, like Hargreaves not explaining certain things with him, I feel like they're really betting on there's going to be a second season of of the Umbrella Academy. That they're going to yeah. really like lean into that. Uh, did your heart go just flat when uh, Pogo got it? Oh yeah. Oh uh, my god. It definitely was a, a much more nobler death than what he got in the comic. Yeah. Oh yeah. D- yeah. Didn't he just get squished by the statue of Ben when they were fighting? Mm-hmm. No. no. What happened? Was it? Was it? He, he, his, his brains got blown out. Oh. That's right. That's right. I forgot all about that. His, his brains got blown out. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you this because I know we're running a little bit short on time. The how did you feel? Because mind you, I've read the book. Mike, you read the book. I know Ralph. You haven't read it. How did you feel about the way it ended? And it is for both of you. Yeah. I know Ralph. You haven't read it. Mike, you've read it. How did you feel about the way they ended the series? Uh, ended this season of the series. I mean, it's. Uh... Because I'll put this much. It, like, I look at Titans, and Titans didn't feel complete. And we talked about that, of course. Right. But how do we feel this ending was? It, I mean, it, it, it doesn't it feel did complete. finish the mission. Yeah. Well, it finished the, the initial mission. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It attempted to finish the initial mission, but still ultimately failed. So we're really still at, like, having to fix Apocalypse. So technically, they haven't finished it yet. They're just trying to deal with time so that it will work that they do fix it. So I, I, I don't like that. Like I I would rather them having I would rather them have just averted the apocalypse. Now, and I know because I was trying to explain all this to my roommate again, whether he wanted to hear it or not. <laughs> um that like, you know, in the comics, uh, uh lots of spoilers for Ralph, but I know he doesn't mind spoilers. Klaus, if I remember correctly, was always slightly telekinetic. He always yeah. floated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he always floated. But it wasn't until like he had some kind of like <laughs> I don't want what you want to call it, like spiritual 
intervention. I don't know what you want to call it. And he really got like a lot of soul searching about what he, who he was kind of a thing and what he was mm-hmm. capable of so that it, when this chunk of moon is coming down in the comics, it ends by him literally just putting his hand out and stopping it. It, it turned out, it's not just that he's, it's not so much that he's super telekinetic as he puts, he goes, yeah, one of my powers is actually just stopping meteors. <laughs> I mean, now, whether he's just putting that tongue in cheek because it's Klaus, or if it's just that his telekinesis is that that is set, like insanely powerful that he could stop a hurtling chunk of the moon and just literally stop it. He just stopped it with his right when it got to his finger. You know, um, obviously, I know that that would not sit well visually with a television audience. I get that. Um, right. So then, in some other way, they should have figured out maybe how to avert it. I don't have a clever idea right offhand. I just feel it they could have done else. You said that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I just can't, I don't have. Usually, I have like a maybe they should have done this. I don't have a clever like oh, they could have done something like this kind of an idea, but um, just because I, I again, and I know it's about family, and I get that. Um, I just feel a little cheated I, uh, I with with way. Vanya because like in, again in the comics, sorry Ralph, and sorry to the audience out there, Vanya was shot in the head, mm-hmm. uh, but not like brains blown out. She was shot in the head by was it? Five? I think it was the boy. I think it was five. It was five. It was five. I have it right in front of me. She's amnesiac and she's uh paralyzed so she doesn't remember what she's done but she's paralyzed and that basically that just kind of puts her out of the picture you know right that kind of thing until like another story like she doesn't she doesn't regain her powers in either of the two books i don't know what's coming in the third one i haven't started reading it yet you know yeah, i'm collecting it. i'm not reading it yeah um ralph what did you think of the end um i i i felt it was like a little it was cheap way to ensure that you get a second season because you cause the apocalypse and then you say, well, we can still fix it with time travel. We're going to go back and clearly they're going to go back to a point where they were still young again. So, well, it's, well, it's hard to say that we know that time travel is weird, but yeah, it does seem like that. But my question is this, he can't go backwards in time. Right. So that's an interesting thing of like, you know, we saw them getting younger. At first I thought it was just like one of those, like, Hey, you know, remember as kids, we had to work together so mm-hmm. I, you know, but I'm assuming it's actually supposed to be that they're kids. Which then, to me, that's also like a, a like a reverse it the movie it. Yeah. Where oh. like you know, the first part is kids and the next part they're adults. It's like so. Are we going to have adults now and kids in season two? <laughs> you know, um, that that'll be weird. But like, but but remember, like five can't go backwards in time. He only goes forward. So that's just an odd thing right there. Well, no, in this in, in this series, he does go back in time on his own. No, 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 no. He can't go back in time. That's why he couldn't come back. Remember. No, he said he, he didn't. He couldn't figure it out. At the when he comes back, that at the beginning of the the series. Oh, see, Ralph, you are absolutely correct. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, you're I'm absolutely right. correct, and that and that's why they're children yeah. because he's using the same equation that he used before. Yep. And uh, in in doing that, that's probably why they're going back to be kids because it's ha- the same things happening to them that happened to him. Mm, okay. At least, that, that, at least that's as a very plausible answer. Anyhow. Yeah. You know, All right. Can can you say I'm right again? No, Ralph, no, 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 no. Ralph, no, no, no. you're right. I have no problem admitting when people are right. Oh, God. Again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's calm that down. Okay. Fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Oh, here we go. Um, the numbers of the kids is not in order of how um, Hargreaves have got them. It's actually a to denote their power level. Yeah, I read that, and I don't understand that because even with take, take Vanya out of the picture. I mean, we know he did that intentionally to like well, subvert well, from, her. From her least will. powerful to most powerful. You mean Space Boys number one? That, that in regards to the power but, level? Yeah, he's but, the least. No, powerful. no, no. He's well, no, no. He's saying least, but no. But think about this. Diego's got two powers. Well, I'm sorry. In the comics, he has one power. Do you know what his power is in the comics? I can't um, remember. He can hold his breath for a very long time, like indefinitely. indefinitely. Yeah, that's it. It was indefinitely. That, that that would not make him two steps powerful more powerful than a guy that's super strong <laughs> that, that, that that just wouldn't do so that's what i'm saying so like no matter which direction i put the numbers in i'm like it doesn't make sense because diego is literally the weakest of them all he's just tenacious you know <laughs> is there anything else we want to mention before we go to renaming and, and ratings uh, uh, just that i was right <laughs> great now we're, now we're here at the end of this great anything to you mike um, nothing. Please go out there, watch it. You will have a really, really good time. And did you not love mom, by the way? Oh, yeah, yes. she was great. She was, I, I it was just so touching. I was just like, oh, mom. Yeah, she <laughs> and was Diego great. with mom was actually really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it real quick. Renaming the film. I'll go first because Ralph always complains. 
the unbelievable team that feels like the early X-Men Academy. Ralph? Um, Apocalypse Now? Question mark? No, wait. Eight days. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike. I watched it on Netflix uh, with the, the, the closed caption up there um, because it was very noisy where I was. I wanted to make sure I, I got everything. So every time a song came up, they would tell you who it was. So I call this the Spotify Academy. <laughs> because it, it was just like I'm like, how many damn songs are in this thing? Yeah, no, you're right. You're definitely right about Not that. Not enough, Mike. Not enough. <laughs> All right, so let's go into it. Rating. By the way, that dance yes. scene cracked me up in the opening. Oh yes. <laughs> Wait, which one? I think we're alone now. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I like watching when you individuals do their individual dance because it tries to tell you about the characters. Yeah. So I, I yeah. really enjoy. <laughs> so let's go into it. Ratings. For the Umbrella Academy, Ralph, I give it eight lonely space boys on the moon. Hey, Dad, let me send you a package that you're never going to open. <laughs> out of, out of ten. Sorry. All right, there we go. Just making sure because um, Joe the intern gets mad every time you don't put how many it's out of. So you know, <laughs> damn intern. I'm gonna give it nine. Hi, how are you walking? By putting one foot in front of the other. Out of ten. I thought that How do you do it? <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> Mike? I'm going to split the middle and say eight and a half. I heard a rumor. It's raining gilfs out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes was getting her action on. I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I really want to see any more of this. <laughs> Hazel has that gray fever. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there you have it. The Umbrella Academy. I got nothing smart to say. I'll just say go see it. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now one more time travel. <laughs> now one more time travel. I actually heard what you were saying. I'm even younger now. I'm 22. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a we don't have a room full of actors who can't count. 22,000 what? Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, guys, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we rarely make it under a minute, but we're going to give it a try. I mean, I have shorter questions, right? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Out yeah. of this list of 95 things, which one? You're like, oh, God. <laughs> the short as the Constitution is. They should just be like Ralph would just lie to me. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Captain Marvel will be Marvel's first movie with a female superhero in the lead role. Which female hero would have been your choice, Ralph? Uh, maybe Black Widow. Okay, Mike. Honestly, I guess Captain Marvel was it. I mean, maybe Spider Woman. They, they, Marvel has a severe lack of strong leading female superheroes. Or Storm if they owned it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. With the surprise success of Titans and Doom Patrol, has Greg Berlanti solidified himself as the guy to take over the DCEU? Mike. Oh, hell yeah. I want Berlanti to, to write my life. <laughs> True. And better to play it down because people won't believe I'm that amazing. <laughs> oh, God, Ralph. I want Berlanti to write everything that I do. Even when I go to the bathroom. It makes oh. it more exciting. He does. Oh, <laughs> okay. Enough. Anyway, the Umbrella Academy versus it's all, it's the X. Tomorrow. Can I get through the question? So we're going to oh, no, we're gonna make it under a minute, but we're not going to happen. So um, <laughs> the Umbrella Academy versus the X-Men from the Dark Phoenix saga in the comics. See? You fucking fools. We almost had it. <laughs> we almost had it, Cap. No, you, we you, both of you, yeah, both of you, your long ass answers. No, let's try it again. The Umbrella Academy versus the X Men from the Dark Phoenix Saga in the comics. Who wins? I'll ask Mike first. I know Mike knows that team. Mike, in comics, the X Men. In live action, Umbrella Academy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Ralph. I concur with the doctor. Do you even know who was on that X-Men team for the Dark Phoenix saga? If Mike says they would win in the comics, I believe him. I feel in like the com- he- in the comics, as long as you don't say rogue, you're doing okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And last one. Should the show Arrow just die already? Ralph. I have one thing to say. What? My name is Ralph the Tech. Seven years ago, I oh, started stop. watching <laughs> Arrow, and I haven't stopped. So for those of you that think Arrow should die, you have failed this TV show. Podcast. How's that? Okay. Is that, for, is that good an answer? Answer, Ken. Okay. Mike. No, and stop hating on Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's died out already. You know, she's smoking hot. So oh, gosh, that's so no. bad. <laughs> Wow. All right. So let's go to shout outs. Do we have any shout outs? Ralph? I would like to shout out all those loyal listeners out there. My uh, boy Carlos is actually listening to the show now, which oh, is good. What's up, Carlos? That's what's up. Yeah. He said he, he hits me up the other day. He's like, hey, I actually listened to your podcast. And I'm like, wow, good job, man. Did you like it? He's like, yeah, I didn't realize that it was you because it, it sounded so different. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> You sound the same in all the other testi- um, testifying against the uh, the drug cartels. Oh my I god! I know, right? I was saying <laughs> it was that guy. He did it. So, Carlos, welcome to the fray. Mike, do you have any shoutouts? No, screw all of you. Nah, shout out to all of you. I love you all. Yeah, especially especially you. Yeah, that's right. That made your day, didn't it? Just you. <laughs> Just you. Yep. Hey, Tell Aaron, your friends. MSG Aaron, said, no, not you. <laughs> not you, Aaron. You you haven't got to the end of the episode ever. No, she wouldn't know. She wouldn't even know. And Chunky Eva, well, she's probably still eating something. She, she would know the end of the episode if it smacked her in the face. Hey, 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 Mike, are we the official uh, podcast of the Air Force yet? No, I don't think so. I'm gonna have to double check with my uh, my niece and find out what's going on with that because I haven't gotten any Air Force money. I thought maybe it was due to the government shutdown, but you know. <laughs> Wait, you didn't get your check? I got my check. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I need the five point two seven billion dollars. That is pretty much what he's fighting for. Ah, okay. That makes oh, sense boy. now. Yeah. All right. So let me give my one shout out. My shout out is going to go to Sebastian. I'm, I've been trying to get this boy to listen to a podcast, and I'm going to probably have him zero in on this one in particular. Number one, because it's good content. And number two, I just felt like we have really good rhythm this time. So, Sebastian, if you're listening, this is a test to check if you're listening. Sebastian, you're an asshole. <laughs> Relay that message back to me. Uh, great. I had just written to the Sebastian Club of, of, of all of California, and all of them are going to tune in, and now they're all going to stop listening. <laughs> well, at least if they respond, we know they're listening, so we have one thing right. Anything we want to add before we go? Tune in next time when... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, tune next time when? I want to hear what you were going to say it with. There was nothing. Oh, damn. Okay. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square Ralph the Tech, this is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. And see you next time. We'll probably have some crap the Marvel news. Yeah.